Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Brave and Well podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Newton. I'm a group practice owner and social worker. I'm also a Latina entrepreneur, mom, and recovering perfectionist. On this podcast, we teach mental health professionals how to build sustainable, profitable, and values-aligned businesses. Here, you'll hear all about decolonizing the business side of private practice and supporting the entrepreneur and the therapist. We'll also invite fellow therapists and healers to share their stories. Our time together will be raw, honest, vulnerable, and held together by joy. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our newsletter at braveandwell.com slash newsletter dash sign up. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Brave and Well podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Newton. So I thought it might be fun to kind of do end of year reflections. You know, at around this time of the year, I start to reflect on how things have gone and what went well, what didn't, and what am I hoping to have more of in the next year. And in thinking about this and in my practice going through so many transitions and so many firsts, you know, as I mentioned before in an earlier episode, I'm, I'm in a big transition in my life right now where I'm taking a step out of my business. And, um, and so I thought it might be fun to kind of share what I've learned. So let's start out with joy. What, what has been so exciting and so joyful this year. Well, I released my first book workbook ever in January of this year. And it's been really cool to kind of see how many people have purchased it, how many people have shared what it's meant to them, people all over the country and just how powerful the exercises and the beauty of the workbook, you know, the person, the illustrator who who illustrated it, Corey Carbo, she's incredible. And, you know, I really feel like her art and her design of it just made it that much more special. So it's really sweet to kind of see it out in the world. Um, I launched a podcast that you're currently listening to and couldn't have done it without Amelia, who is my podcast editor and coach and Maggie, who has supported me this whole time. And so, you know, doing this podcast truly, truly, truly is and has been a dream project for me. And um, I just feel really excited that I finally made it happen this year and that we're in this together, you know, and that you're here. And um, I'm really excited to continue on this path and, and continue to deliver just incredible content that you can access um, on your own time and when you need it. I found out I was pregnant with my second girl. I Everyone in my family thought that I was going to have a boy. And so it's just kind of funny that we're having another girl. But it's like, hey, I'm not mad at it, okay? Because we have all of the gear, all of the things we need to have the second girl. And so goodness, thank goodness that I saved everything because I like saved every piece of clothing, every piece of gear. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to have another girl. I grew up with two sisters, so I'm the youngest of three and I don't know what I would do without them. Literally they are my lifelines, my everything. And so I'm excited for my daughter to have a sister. 
Um, Brave and Well, you know, is growing and it's, it's headed in the direction that I envisioned it to go. You know, I really manifested this company, this consultation business, this community years ago. And at the time didn't have the time and energy and resources to pour into it. Like I have been able to do this past year. And I remember, you know, last year kind of sitting with Maggie, um, and telling her, like, I want to pour into Brave and Well. I want to grow it. I want to do more with it. And just saying, like, that is my intention. And, you know, end of 2022, like, I, I did that. I didn't do everything I hoped I would do, but I've done a lot with Brave and Well this year. And it just feels, it feels really special to be in this place where I, like, I, I feel like, the vision that I had for myself in this business is actually coming to fruition. Um, and so I'm pretty proud of that, you know, social note, the business that I own with my husband, which is really his baby. I mean, he's a software engineer. He built it from scratch, you know, it's had its best year ever. And we even got an investment offer this year, which was I mean, blew our minds. So social note really is a, is a documentation system for school-based professionals. And, and how it works is that we're selling to school districts. School districts are paying to use our platform. However, there's a lot of challenges that come with that, right? School districts don't have budgets for systems like this. Mental health is not prioritized in many school districts. Therefore, resources are not provided for mental health professionals in school districts. And so there's a lot of work that needs to happen on that end, which makes it challenging to sell a product you have because you have to, you know, work with a district who believes in it enough or has the understanding of how important it is to have this type of system on your campus. And so it's been a lot of growing pains. I mean, we launched that business in 2016, and this is the first year that we've we've made a profit, the first year where we have multiple contracts in multiple districts all over the U.S. using this platform. We went to the national conference, and we applied to be a part of this kind of accelerator program, and they posed us with an investment offer um, for equity in our business. And we didn't take it because we ultimately felt like it was not the best decision for our family and for the business right now. But it just feels really good to know that that we have this business that has so much potential, that people see the potential, that people want it, that they care about it, and that they're willing to invest in it. And, you know, that in and of itself the willingness to to take a chance on us. It just makes us feel really good because we've worked really hard on this. And I feel so confident that 2023 will be another big year for us and that we'll continue to grow. And so I just feel really proud of these two baby businesses that, that are still in their growth phase, you know, they're launched, they're here, they're alive, but they're still growing. And so just really proud of that. I traveled a little bit and that feels really exciting. Um, I didn't travel as much as I wanted to, but I traveled way more than I have in the past couple of years. Um, I'll tell you that. And so that that's exciting. I got to work with some incredible clients through Raven Well and old clients and new clients and 
that always just fills me up to, to see the progress and to see the growth and to see how much potential people have and to hear about their vision and their goals and to see them actually, you know, take that first step and take the risk to, to do what they want to do. And so it's been such an honor to just work with these folks and support in whatever way I can. And I think the the last piece that feels really good and I feel probably most proud of is that every year, you know, I'm always growing and I'm always evolving. And I think this year I feel really confident that I'm learning to step into my role as the CEO of my business. And I know that about myself, but I think stepping into it and owning it and embodying it is such a different process and that I get to be the designer of my life, you know, and, 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 and more times than not, I've said this before, I don't say no to things. And that has put me in a really tough place um, and has compromised a lot of my personal self in that process. And so I think this year I really learned to step into that CEO role in order to be the designer of my life and to really build a life that I want to have, not that I am building kind of on the back end and prioritizing everyone and everything before that. Um, So that feels really, really special and really good. Things I've learned. I've learned a lot, (laughs) but... What I will say is that accountability is crucial. It's crucial to building a team. It's crucial to building a business that functions at its highest integrity and potential. I think so often, I'm often afraid to hurt people's feelings or afraid that sometimes the way that I frame things or my personality can be too much because I am an intense person and I'm very direct and I'm very honest and when I feel passionately about something, I'm, I'm going all in, you know, and, and I think not everybody can appreciate that about me. And, and it can be intimidating, or it can come off as harsh. And there are times where I hold back on what I really want to say, or what I really feel for fear of, of hurting other people. And at the same time, I've learned that that does such a disservice to others and myself because then I'm not being honest and I'm not standing in my integrity. And so I think that this piece around holding people accountable has really invited me to to appreciate those parts of myself that are able to be direct and be honest, um, even if if it's not always what others want to hear. And so and it's crucial it's a crucial part of, of running a business and um, you have to hold systems accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable and you have to hold your team accountable um, regardless of the roles that they play. And so I've learned that through a lot of mistakes. Um, I've learned that making hard decisions is just a necessary part of not just business, but a necessary part of life. You know, you we're not going to be for everyone. Everyone is not for us. I can like you, I can love you, and it can still be true that we're not aligned for each other, right? And so sometimes we have to make hard decisions, even if it's not 
it's not, it doesn't end in a happy ending. Right. And so, um, I'm trying to make peace with that and trying to just really understand that sometimes those decisions are necessary in order to take that next step forward. Another thing I've learned is that people don't owe you anything just because you invest in them fully. Be prepared to give and not receive. You know, I am someone who, if you come into my world, then I'm going to give you everything that I have. And I'm going to, especially in my group practice, you know, folks who join our team, folks who come into our team, I really embrace people and I really try to give them the best experience possible, you know, by providing you with with continued learning, support, infrastructure, leadership, snacks, affirmations, <laughs> you know, I like to invest in people because I want to believe that that is that. I mean, if you're going to choose to work in a group practice, there's a reason for that. Right. Um, And so in that process, though, it's a risk. You invest in people to the fullest. You invest money, time and energy. And at the end of the day, they may choose that you're not the place where they want to land or you're not what they need. And And you have to sit with that. You have to sit with the fact that you've given them everything you have and it didn't work out anyway. And that's, that's a hard thing to sit with. And it's a hard thing to accept. And, and the other thing is that people don't owe you anything, right? Just because I choose to give you everything that I have and invest in you. And just because I see the potential in you doesn't mean that you necessarily asked for that or that, or that, that you owe me anything because of that. I'm choosing to do that for you. And so, you know, that is the heartache piece about being a group practice owner and a business owner. And, you know, but I, I wouldn't do it differently. I would still choose to invest anyway, because the alternative is that I don't and that we are out of our integrity because we're, we're making a promise for something that we're not delivering. So people don't owe you anything and choose to give anyway. I've learned that trust is built over time in small moments, and that is possible to trust others and allow them to share the load with you. You know, I think I trust very easily and I'm always skeptical. Um, but I feel grateful that I have a team that I can trust, a leadership team that I can trust, people that that I can count on, people that I know will say, hey, I'm here for you, or how can I support you, or what can I do? And that, you know, they will do what they say they're going to do. And so it's taken a long time for us to get to a place where we trust each other. But I know that where we've been able to get to has been worth all the work and the progress to get here. So, and the last thing that I've learned, well, it's not the last thing because I've learned so much, but what I can share now is that my family will always come first and that's not up for discussion. You know, I have spent my whole career, I'm 37, about to be 38 years old and I have spent my whole life always doing 
performing, pleasing, and working and hustling. And I I wouldn't change it because I think it's gotten to me where gotten me where I am today. And at the same time, I'm in a season in my life where my family is where I choose to invest my time and my family is are the people who need me. And no matter what day or time or season I'm in, they're always going to come first. And nobody gets to have an opinion about that except for me. And I think that having that clarity is the reason why I feel so at peace with taking a step out of my business, choosing to refocus my energy, reevaluating the work that I want to be doing in the future, and having that be the thing that grounds me. It feels good to just feel so clear about that and to know that and to not question myself or, or guilt myself or you know, feel like I'm, I'm, I'm being a failure or disappointing other people because my family is my everything and they are my why. And this is why I even do what I do. And so, um, yeah, I feel really clear about that. And so it feels good to say that out loud. Things I'm letting go of, I'm letting go of the idea that I'm the only person responsible for my success. I think because I run businesses that require other people to be a part of it, I know that that's not true. I know that as a collective, we are responsible for where we are headed together. And I, I'm not in this alone and I'm, it's not on me to, to shoulder every responsibility, every weight, every stress piece. Um, that as a collective, we are responsible for how we move forward. I'm letting go of the need to do everything at 150%. Um, that is how I'm used to operating. That is how I've always operated in my life. Um, and I don't, I don't need to do that anymore. Um, I'm letting go of the need to rush this season of my life. You know, having very small children requires a different part of you. And there are times when I get a little bit impatient or there are times when I wish I had more time to do other things or I wish I could just get up and go um, and not have anything else or anyone else to worry about. I wish that there was more flexibility and freedom. And I'm always reminded that my kids are going to grow up and they're going to leave one day. And this season in my life is going to come and it's going to go. And if I don't pay attention to slow down and appreciate it and be with what it is, I'm going to miss it. And I don't want to miss it. And so I'm letting go of this need to rush this season to appreciate what's in front of me to appreciate the time that I have and really embrace being in this, in this season of my life and, and feeling honored that I get to do this as someone who struggled with infertility for so many years, you know, this was what I, I dreamed of. This is what I wanted. And I am, I've been given the gift to, to be a parent, to be a mom 
And I don't, I don't want to miss out on that because I was so busy focusing on the other things that I had to do or, you know, must do or feeling like I need to keep up with other people's expectations. So I'm going to be present. And that's my, that's my goal. Letting go of the armor as a way to self-protect. I protect myself a lot. I have a lot of armor that I wear. If you are Brene Brown reader or follower, she talks a lot about armor and the ways that we self-protect, the ways that we try to avoid vulnerability, try to avoid shame, try to avoid failure, disappointment. Um, And I, I definitely armor up a lot. And I'm learning to let go of that. I'm learning to shed some of that armor and to um, just kind of accept the armor that I don't need to carry with me anymore, the armor that's too heavy um, to carry and, and the armor that I, that I can let go of. Because a lot of that armor, you know, I've carried with me since I was a child. And as a child who's experienced trauma, you learn to carry that with you. It becomes your survival vest, right? That that's how you learn to, to move through the world. And, um, I don't need it anymore in the way that I did. And it has served a purpose for me, but I don't need it anymore. And so, um, I'm learning to let go of some of that armor and I'm, I'm letting go of everything else. My body is ready to release right now that I don't know yet. There's a lot that I don't know. Um, but I trust that my body will tell me, And I trust that it will come. And finally, the things that I'm calling in more of. I'm calling in more stillness. I'm calling in the ability to receive help from others. I'm calling in more love. I'm calling in more togetherness, more joy, more embodied motherhood, calling in more intentionality, more slowness, more patience, more one-on-one time with my husband, more creativity, more travel. I'm calling in the desire to come back to my body and have a relationship with my body and calling in the ability to come back to my full self. So as we wrap up, I ask you the same. What are your end of year reflections? What are the things you've learned? What are the things you're letting go of? What are the things that you are calling in more of? I appreciate you being here. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. I'm wishing all of you a wonderful end to 2022 and a really sweet new year and we'll see you in 2023 stay brave thank you so much for listening to the brave and well podcast you can find links and resources from this episode in the show notes at www.braveandwell.com If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Then send it to a friend. 
For free resources, special announcements, and discount codes, subscribe to our newsletter at bravenwell.com forward slash newsletter dash sign up. Until next time, stay brave.